we just recognize your worth. You're the best. You're the most amazing one, and we worship you. Lord, what a privilege it is just to be your kids. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your unflinching, unfailing love for us. What an honor to call you Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You might notice a little scratch in my voice today. I'm not ill. I've just returned from cheering on the pokes. Beat number four, Texas. I mean, I think even OU fans could celebrate that. Don't you think? Beat Texas. That's what I'm talking about. Man, what a, what a day. What a day it was. But to worship Jesus, even better. Even better. You know, we, we, we've been talking about uh, fresh ways to share our faith, really. Um, how to have a greater quality and quantity of our spiritual conversations with others. And this morning, by uh, an unbelievable serendipity phone call just this last Saturday, um, I've been in touch with Doug Pollock, and he's going to be joining us by Zoom conversation later on in the message, the author of the book that we've been looking at, Godspace. So this morning, if you've been reading along in the book, or if you've been a part of the sermon series so far, and something that's been said or brought up has brought questions to your mind, this is your opportunity, okay? Towards the end of our service, we'll be gearing up the Zoom call, and I'll play Phil Donahue uh, and come out there with the mic and let you ask your question of uh, the author of uh, this great book and this new paradigm, really, of sharing faith. This morning, in particular, we're going to be talking about uh, the place that sharing our own stories have uh, in these ideas of spiritual conversations, sharing our way into spiritual conversations. We've talked about serving our way, wondering our way into spiritual conversations. This morning, we're going to talk about sharing our way into spiritual conversations. And some of you right now are already saying, well, this one's not for me. I, I, I don't have any special story. What, what story could I tell? It, it makes me think of a little guy who, who packed his lunch one morning, and it, it wasn't even a lunch he would have shown to his friends. You know, it was kind of a P&J plane every day. This is what we do all the time because we live on the Sea of Galilee, and fish and bread's about all we have. So he packed his lunch, and he wandered in the crowd, probably wondering what it was all about. But Jesus used his fish and his loaves to feed 5,000. Just an ordinary lunch. So don't think your story is ordinary when you put it in the hands of Jesus. He might use it to feed more than 5,000. Your story matters. And this morning we're going to learn a little bit more how to share it. But we can celebrate that knowing anytime we open our mouths to share our story, God is with us in that moment. This meal speaks to that. It's communion with his living spirit that's with us all the time, everywhere, wherever we go. We become his body as we partake of his body. We renew that covenant and that reality in our own lives by the power of the spirit. 
we become the hands that he doesn't have in this world, the eyes that he doesn't have in this world to notice another life. We become uh, the feet that walk across the room for a conversation. We become the voice. Love is just a word until someone walks into your life to make it real. And through all these ways that we're talking about, all these spiritual conversations, it's just one more way we let Christ incarnate us as his body again in this world. So come this morning to have your own sins cleansed. Let's partake of his body this morning for all its benefits to us. But let's not forget that even as plain and as ordinary as we are in the Father's hands, when we give ourselves to him in communion, there's nothing at our, about our lives that he sees as a waste. Through the plainest of stories, he can feed multitudes spiritually. On the night in which Jesus came for us, he took bread and he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father. And he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembrance of you, we do these things. We pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread and upon us, your people that partaking of your body, your spirit might animate us to be your body in this world. We ask these things in the name of your Son, who came for us and for anyone that we will ever lock eyes with. We thank you for his all-inclusive love. We celebrate it with this meal in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We pray as your Son taught us to pray, saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. I'm just going to ask you at this moment, you'll notice at the end of your rows on the right, there's a little black book. That's our attendance book. We'd love it if you could go ahead and fill out your name. And if we don't have your information, for example, your telephone number, your email address, we'd love to have that as well. During these times of COVID where we don't all get to see each other face to face all the time, it's so important to be able to communicate with one another of all the things that God's doing at the church. And so we know how to pray for you and stay connected. So if you would go ahead and pass that to the end of your row and fill that out for us, that would be a huge blessing. And speaking of blessing, we are so blessed. As I look out on this congregation, I see people who have solid families, uh, babies and grandbabies on the way. I see people who have gone through sickness and are restored to health. 
And I see people who have been blessed financially and are comfortable and secure in what God's given them. But through that, we also give back to God. And we know that as he pours out his blessing on us, that he also calls us to pour that blessing back into his hands to be used for his kingdom purposes. And I thank you all for your generous hearts and for your desire to bring God's kingdom to fruition here on this earth during these very, very um, opportune times.